time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan 1079. Haven't been able to say that in a while. Well, some of us take vacations. You take a vacation twice a month. I've had a pretty good travel year, I'll be honest. Yeah. I think I've had an overcorrection this year. Yeah. We were yeah, reminiscing that. last night driving home about all the places we've been in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. We may be overcorrecting for the years of... Uh, COVID years got well, you. Well, no, no, COVID and kids. Kids, yeah, well. you know, it's been nice. We did go to Orlando this year, but that was the only kid trip we took. All the rest, well, no, we went, took them to New York. So uh, You I'm can't pretty, even, you see, you can't even keep up. We're in April. I, I did you go, can't keep up I with the trips. the board of Chicago. Well, let me refresh. You, you can't keep up with the trips. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't last night. I was having trouble remembering everywhere I've been in the last month. Yeah. So. I've been a, a domestic traveling dude. Like I told Chop yesterday, if I had your money, I'd burn mine. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> she loaded. Yeah, whatever. Been a heck of a day today. And uh, before we get talking about all that, because there's all that. Oh, there is. Coming up at the bottom of the hour. Well, I got a weird thing, but we'll we'll do that. The guest, guest at five thirty, which we normally don't Monday guests. Yeah, typically no. And we almost weren't going to Monday show today. Yeah, it looked uh, like for a while that because Texas High is throwing out the first pitch right now. Texas High is a little worried about rain tomorrow. And so Pine Tree is coming in today for a ball game. In fact, they should be getting started here right about now. Um, but Shooter was unable to do it because of the reschedule? Yeah. Well, he's in court. I know. He had, I know he's got the he, he, went, he went to work this morning. And didn't have the equipment, yeah. didn't have clothes. He's wearing, his coat. He's wearing a suit and tie. Yeah. So to say, oh, yeah, we're going to put you on the ball, pe- ball field for three hours, he wasn't dressed it's for it. not three hours anymore. It's two and a half. All right. He wasn't dressed for it. So we almost lost the uh, show today. Instead, you get us and no Tigers. But we have but a guest to go to you. Yeah, 530 today. Uh, Kim Miller, who is a uh, – Local runner, very uh, enthusiastic running woman. Not the running man, she's a running woman. Who recently was in Boston for the marathon, which she participated in. And I love good Boston marathon stories. So do I. So I love she, to be around runners. Runners? No, I don't. They, they're they're in they good attitude. Yeah, they're in good shape and all that. It, it, it's really a little off-putting. But wow, I'm interested in the story. Yeah, And I've known Kim for a long time. So Kim's coming in at 5.30. Well, she'll be in studio here today. So if you are a Kim Miller friend, family member, or just uh, a cousin. Well, that's family member. Okay. You Any Is of those it? things, yeah. You, you, you elbow somebody and tell them, oh, Kim's going to be on the radio yeah. and on uh, Facebook Live at uh, 5.30 today. Well, so she comes in early. She'll be in at 5.30 today. Those people, they have to watch all the time. I know. They're she's She'll be here, I'm sure. They are constantly looking at their watch. I told her we'll let her in at 5.30. So if there's anybody up front that left the door open, I guess she can come in early. They're sitting here about her splits. 5.30. I don't, mm mm-hmm. 5.30 she'll be coming in. They always keep up with it. I know. Yeah. I know. You got whatever you want to ask her. Boston Marathon. I'm I'm a running. uh, I used to be a runner. Let me rephrase that. I'm not a runner. When's the last time you ran? Uh, probably not in the last 20 years. For about five years, I went at it really hard. Really? And uh, did a bunch of 5K, 10Ks, 15Ks. I never did more than 15K. Uh, I trained for a half, but uh, had a deal derail the half I was going to do. So anyway, um, and then I, I started reading about the orthopedic side of it. Yeah. And, and it was actually Runner's World magazine that deterred me from running. 
Really? Yeah, I read an article in Runner's World magazine that basically said you don't need to be running. It's no, not good for your kills your feet, knees, your legs, and ankles. Every, yeah, and, all of it. And about the time I quit, I had a neighbor who had both knees replaced. Same. And he he he'd been a college basketball player, and he had both knees replaced, and it was not fun. It was painful. I can imagine. It laid him up for a while. Knees in, knees out. Yeah, that's bad. And so that's when I converted over to walking. So nah, my running days are over, and I'm I'm a walk. Well, now that we've done all that, Kim's going to tell us about the virtues of running. Here's the deal, and I I don't know Kim, but I'm assuming she's felt and weight and size makes a difference on how much pressure you're putting on knees and ankles and things i never was super skinny if you're super skinny it's not as much pressure on your knees and ankles but still when i was running i met a bunch of old runners in the process yeah and they showed the signs of it in their knees and ankles i will ask him that's a, a legitimate question there's lots to talk about yeah so she's coming up to the bottom of the hour tomorrow we're not in here because regularly scheduled baseball Liberty Ilo is uh, supposed to be going tomorrow. So they've got senior night tomorrow night. So we'll be over at uh, Markham Park for that. So no show tomorrow. So uh, we got um, nobody else has changed it. Have you heard? Has, has PG changed? I, I, has that changed? I, Arkansas High changed? Everybody else is... My understanding is this. Arkansas High doesn't have a game until Friday. Okay, so they didn't no Zach, worry for them. Zach weather. Fowler told me no change for them. They're going to play on Tuesday night as scheduled. What time are they playing tomorrow? Seven. All right. And I have then, not heard from Riley. Okay. But I'll assume probably not playing either till tomorrow. Your, your son says uh, running isn't too bad on his 29-year-old body. Wheezy's. Yeah. But he's he's a cross trainer, isn't he? Doesn't he's he the do, whole thing. All of it. Swimming, he biking. Man? Yeah, yeah. All, all that. So I don't really consider Ironman guys just runners because they're in the pool and the pool takes a lot. It, it's better for the and they're on a joints. bike. Bike's yeah. better on the yeah. joint. You're not running, but although he's, he's Ironman, some of those guys run a full marathon and then yeah. get on a bike. Yes, don't see, he done that? Is he done the full. Yeah, marathon I don't think he's done the full marathon. I don't think he has. Right. No, I'm pretty sure he has. He's That's impressive. You know, we had the Jarvis kid years years ago here in town that was was one of those full guys yeah. full he'd run the whole thing and I, I, god bless him makes no sense they're svelte makes no sense they've my got, son's not svelte no he's, he's muscled full up frame. yeah he's muscled up yeah yeah so i don't know long term for him it'd be a good idea he needs to check that out well before he has kids and while he's under 30 you, you, you get that out of your system he says he's gonna do a full in november so there you go he's done a couple of half right that's that's crazy. He's got a half tattoo. Does he? Yeah. So what do you got? Yeah. So when he gets the full one, does they finish it? Yeah. It's on his leg. It's on his uh, on his shin. Calf. It's on his calf. Wherever it's on a calf. I so think. you got that thirteen point whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or the six. I don't know what he's got. He's got some stupid thing on his leg. Hey, if he, hey, it's a great accomplishment. Oh, I get it. No, I'm not disagreeing with the accomplishment. It's a great it's accomplishment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I never could have done something like that. I'd have drowned in the swimming part of it. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I, I would have had to do the whole swim. I'd have had to get on my back and kick. He's like a dog with a bone. Yeah, I can't. He gets the thing, he's not going to let go of it until he does well, it. That's good for him. Oh, yeah, no, he's he's very athletic. Yeah. In the family, uh, he's probably the, uh, the 70.3, says he's got. So 70.3, whatever the hell that is, I don't know. Well, that's the total of the three events. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So. so when he finishes, they got to change the seventy point three yeah, and I make never, it one hundred and forty. I could have never 6. been an Ironman. I just can't swim that well. If I Either had, way, if I could have floaties, <laughs> you probably left floaties in the pool. That's if not I, a bet. If I could have worn some floaties, I might could have done the Ironman. Why can't you wear floaties? I think that's unfair. I think that's cheating. Now they I do keep you from drowning. Drowning's <laughs> cheating for the other guy. Now I think they some of them were like a half. Um, uh, wetsuit, which is isn't a, that cheating? It's a flotation. Some wetsuits are flotation. Isn't that cheating? Not all are. You're talking about the floaty being. You yeah. can't have the little wing floaty the kids have, but you can yeah. wear a wetsuit. Well, a half wetsuit, not the whole thing. Well, wear one floaty. They, 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 
waters. Yes, like they if do. If he's doing a November swim, yeah. that's going to be cold water. Uh, they, yes, they do cold water. Unless he's going to Jamaica to do it. Or uh, they do cold water. Yeah. I think he's running the full marathon, not yeah. doing the whole thing. He's just doing the marathon. Oh, okay. In November. Okay. I don't think you're doing that Ironman crap in November. Maybe. You're going to get hypothermia and die. November, that, that may be white rock. Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't white, know. It's little rock. No, that's his thing in Arizona, I think. Is oh, is he going to yeah. Arizona? Well, I think so. He's trying to talk me into it. I'm like, I can't do that. It's football playoffs. I'm not going to be here for a weekend to be able to commit to going to Arizona. Well, you went out for the Otis one's graduation from... The Marine boot camp. That's a little different than the another one's running a marathon. Whoa! Well, time out. No time out. There's no time out on that. There's one boot camp graduation in your life. You could run another marathon next year. Which one's a greater accomplishment? Which one's a, I don't know, greater accomplishment? I think think you would say going through Marine boot camp. I'm going to go with the marathon. What? Yeah. I think it takes more. 16 weeks of abuse. I think it takes, well, you don't just show up and run a marathon. Nobody's yelling at you to run either. That's the and they're not yeah. making you strap fifty pounds, a hundred pounds on your back to do it. Well, you're not bugs. You're not sleep deprived. What are you talking about? Have you gone through boot camp? No, and, don't. And I'm not running a marathon, but I, I think I take my chances with boot camp. I'm going to ask anybody in the marine, anybody in well, the, the service, they're going to tell you that because they did it. It's yeah. hard. But let's see, I'm going to run a marathon. Oh my god. I bet you a lot of those guys could do that. I bet you a lot of those guys went through boot camp could probably run a marathon when they finished. I bet they could. They slimmed them down. They got them to their best physical ever. I bet they could run a marathon. But I don't know that a guy running a marathon could do boot camp. I think most of them could. You're hauling all that stuff around on it? No, I don't know. If you're just jogging... But if you're really getting after it, running your best so splits, like a Kenyan, yeah, you're a Kenyan. You probably do boot camp. Now a Kenyan was. See, I don't think they can pick up any weight. They got no weight on them. A Kenyan was less than the backpack. I see. <laughs> they couldn't do boot camp. We got to take a break. I got this Rogers thing we got to talk about. See, so, yeah, it's in the news today. It's this thing. It's all. See, I got kid number one talking about this. Actually, kid number three. Kid number two has already blown me up about the Rogers thing. We got to come back. It's the right sound. Money. Aaron Rodgers moving on. It's about time. Money. It's about time. It's not about money. It's about time. He's bored. It's about time. He wants a different locale. 13 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. 1079. Quick break. We'll come right back. To feel the calming effects of nature, take a deep breath in and out. Every breath makes you feel closer to nature, and every sip makes nature feel closer to you. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Beer in its organic form. Hey, y'all. I was looking local first. We're making sure our babies have a bright future. You know, local businesses depend on our support. They're usually first in line to support our local organizations. Let's do our part to always look local first. Can't find a trustworthy mechanic and repair shop for your vehicle? Check out Freeman's Auto Services on East Street. They've been around for over 40 years. Oil changes, brakes, front ends, motors, and rear axles, all are their specialty. Rates are unbeatable and repairs are done right. Locksmith TXK. Known in the area for the best locks and safes for home and business announces free key friday every friday buy two keys and get the third one free car truck home business just about any key locksmith dxk and liberty safes of texarkana you found the right locksmith for all your flooring and countertop needs come to may's lone star flooring at 302 east main street in atlanta texas or call us at 903-796-1066 and thanks for choosing may's lone star flooring look local first and everybody benefits from the store owners to people like you and me supporting them that's easy and it helps everyone look local first Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career 
ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. All right, welcome back. 15 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. 903-735-9905. Coming up in about 15 minutes, Kim Miller going to join us. We'll talk some marathoning. Bottom of the hour. All right, today the uh, long-awaited, it was, I think I read five weeks in, in five or six days, since uh, Aaron Rodgers declared, announcement. I want to. I intend to play for the New York Jets. Yeah, five weeks rolled by with painfully no news, and then this weekend it started firing back up again. First, it was the 49ers rumors. Well, we're getting close to draft day. It's coming up Thursday. Yeah, that's and, why all this had to heat up. And now. then, uh, and and then all of a sudden. I think it was this morning I read. They started going back to the to the phones and talking to each other in Green Bay and New York. And today, pull the trigger. That's what they get. Well, the Jets get Rodgers and the Packers' number one draft choice, which is 15, and the Packers' fifth-round draft choice. In exchange... Green Bay gets the Jets' first-round pick, which is 13. So Green Bay moves up two spots. They get the Jets' second-round pick, which is 42. And they get a Jets' uh, seventh or sixth-round pick this year. And then next year, it's a conditional second. So you get a second-round pick out of the Jets next year. And if Rodgers plays 65% or more of the snaps for the Jets this season, that becomes a first-round draft choice. Wow. So all the stuff, it's basically Rodgers to New York for a second-round pick this year and at least a second and maybe a first next year. And then some other swappy stuff. But that's what you're getting. Well, tell you what, if Cuban owned the Jets and they get to midseason... <laughs> Sit them. <laughs> they're not winning. I don't think I make a Rodgers play the uh, second part of the season. I think I let him well, rest yeah, up if, for the next year. If you're not making the playoffs, that means that pick's actually quite valuable. Yeah, I'm probably with you. Yeah, I'd Cuban them. Take a fine of seven hundred and fifty <laughs> grand and you move on. Cuban them. Can you make Cuban a, a verb now? Oh, Cuban them. Yeah. He's always been a verb. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, that's uh, that's the deal. So finally, we're off of that. See, that's a complicated deal. That takes five weeks to put that together. Not really. <laughs> yeah, it does. No, it shouldn't take five weeks. Yeah, that's a complicated deal. How do you get five deal. weeks out of that? Swap first, swap fifth and sixth. Give us a second, give us a second yeah. next year. How hard is that? I, I think that takes a while. I do that in fantasy out. leagues all the time. <sighs> give me something for this. All right. I had a guy negotiating trying to get uh, Kevin Brown off me. He didn't come up with enough, though. Uh, by the way, uh, T. Haggai wants to know what happened with the iHeartRadio for the fan. I, I don't know. We've been having some. Uh, did you get an explanation on that? I saw something when I was on vacation. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Now, it's not. I don't know if it's iHeartRadio, but it's our app. Texarkana Radio Center app. But are we not on? Uh, I don't know where we are. I don't listen to it. It's an app. <laughs> I'm not an app guy. I was on the radio. When I get out of the car, I don't listen anymore. That's well, all I honestly, am. Honestly, T. Haggai's moved on ahead I, of us. Yes, he's much more That's tech why he calls you Grandpa. Yeah, he calls you Grandpa, <laughs> not me. But apparently we had an issue uh, Friday night. With the baseball game. Texas High's uh, ball game against Mount Pleasant, which was here on the radio with Keith, and then was supposed to be on the app. Apparently on the app, and I don't even know how this is physically possible, but on the app, you got over on 1071. I was calling Liberty Island game over in Pittsburgh. That was on their app, and that was on the so you went back fans. Pittsburgh Friday night. Oh yeah, <laughs> love Pittsburgh. <laughs> fan of Pittsburgh. I'm a big fan You're of Pittsburgh. Yourself? Yes. Wow. Am we gonna go down 
with. You're on another vacay. Kenny, Kenny Brown to go with you? Kenny doesn't need to go on a game. Like, why, why would he go on that game? No. I don't know. He's my backup. No. No. Oh. I'm just fine. I, I can call a baseball game. I know. You don't need to. I've, I've done I it for a few years. I for fun. I know. I'll just go with you. And get hot dogs. Get you a hot dog down there. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, too. All right, so I went and got a concession stand hot dog at Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. It it looked good inside. Like when you take a bite, it looked like a fine dog on the in. The outside made me question if I should eat this dog well, or not. It was not a good-looking dog. Concession stand hot dogs, these are it's a fundraiser, so you get oh, the I cheapest get dog available. And it looked fine. In, I took the first bite thinking, if this thing's like gray all the way through, I'm just telling I'm you. not eating this thing. I'm just telling you. But it, it was gray on the outside, but it actually was its uh, regular hot dog, meaty, reddish brown thing yeah. on the inside. But the outside was a bit terrifying, to be honest with you. Well, as the owner of a free dog, <laughs> you How's he look on the outside? <laughs> what you pay for? How's he look on the outside? Oh, well, I, I, I paid for that dog. It wasn't a free dog. No, I'm talking about them. They bought the cheapest wieners. Well, I don't know what they're doing to them. But on the outside, it did it's not look good. Dog. You don't want to know what they're doing to them. <laughs> well, I know what they're doing on the inside. I'm a little afraid of what they were doing on the outside. Whatever. You're like Carpenter this morning. Can't eat around bare feet. I, and I don't blame him. <laughs> And you I walk into the men's room barefooted. Who walks into the men's room barefoot? Well, I haven't in thirty six hours. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm on the beach. What are you gonna do? Go put some shoes on to go to the bathroom? You put on something, yes. All right, all right. What's the worst thing's gonna happen if you walk on a little number one? What's the worst thing's gonna happen? I have no idea. I don't know if you have a cut on your foot. It's going to kill. It's going to kill you. Yes. It's going to kill any fungus you got or whatever. And they tell you that's how you cure athletes' feet. I can't even. You, you people are I soft. can't even. No, it's not soft. Are you kidding me? Men don't know. No. 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 You've never been into a, a, a beach restroom and a just, beach restroom. And just go well, with a shoe on? No. Are you kidding me? Oh my It's God. disgusting. I'm with Kevin Carpenter a hundred percent. Wow. And I'm grossed out. You come in here with your your feet out all the time. I with that too. He was telling the whole thing this morning. I'm going, thank you, Kevin. Yes. Today's first morning I'd had socks on in a week. So. Well, I don't mind what you do at the beach. I don't man. No, I don't. I, I'm with him. Not walking in a men's room barefooted. Never. But you would trade your all-time greatest quarterback? I would? Yeah. Yes. Because I think he's the best quarterback Green Bay's ever had. Yes. And I'd trade him. He's 39. It's, they got something for a 39-year-old quarterback today. They got us. They got basically, they got at least two seconds or a second and a first for a 39-year-old quarterback. Yes, that's a win. That's an all-win. So yeah, I, you're you're waving her and I'm holding her. Oh, okay. Just tell tell her we'll be right we're, there. We're we're going to we'll take be right there, here. Dennis. All right, start the clock. Anyway, yes, I would definitely trade. By the way, Bubba says that's how you get athletes' foot is walking around with. Thank you. That's uh, not what Madonna says. Madonna oh, says. my God. <laughs> now you listen to Madonna for uh, oh, yeah. hygiene tips? Well, not facial work. <laughs> wow. Go on, keep it up. It's what cost Tucker Carlson his job today. Keep it up. And, and Don Lemon, both of them because of that kind of talk. All right, we're going to take a break. It's uh, about 25 minutes after 5 o'clock. Kim Miller's lurking in the hallway. We're going to run in here, and we'll talk a little marathon. Coming up next, I'm leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9.
Welcome back. 27 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 1079. All right, so we teased it for the first two segments of the show. Here she is. Kim Miller is joining us live this afternoon. Hey. (laughs) A Patriot's Day celebration. I hear it's such an amazing scene on Patriot's Day in Boston. It is. Describe what's the, is there just electricity in the air? You feel like a superstar. You feel like a rock star that everyone is trying to high five you. And, you know, you're walking up to the stage and there are all hands hanging over the rails, just wanting you to high five them. And they're giving you things as you're, as you're going down to the start line. It's just, you just feel like a rock star. So I got to start this with you've been running forever right a very long time okay very long time when did you get it in your head i want to do boston well i belong to a very uh, i belong to a great running group the texarkana runners okay. and when i first started running i i heard this bq oh you want to you want to try to bq and i was like what is bq this is like 10 plus years ago what is bq and so i asked my friend stacy soul uh, i said what is bq and she goes boston qualified hello i was like how do you do that? I had no idea. And so I thought, I wonder if I could do it. And I always like a good challenge. And so I looked up my qualifying time. Okay. And in 2013, I ran my very first marathon. Which was? What the, was your time first? The ba- it was My time was 3.52. Okay. That's a good time. Baton Rouge, your Louisiana. first one? That's a good time. For my first time. So what and time of year did you run in Baton Rouge? I ran December the 7th. Smart. It was, do y'all remember the ice storm that came up? We were scheduled to run St. Jude, and it iced up there really badly. Yeah, you can't really run on ice. And then we thought we were going to beat it. So let's go to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It'll be warmer. As we were driving in the day before, I looked up, and I saw the American flag and it was just whipping in the wind and i thought we didn't beat it and so that morning we got up early and it was 30 degrees with 15 mile an hour wind gusts uh, it was a codis marathon and my first one but two of my friends david cox and stacy they they did bq that day so really? now what was the time you needed to qualify for boston 345 Okay, so that's it. You once you get a marathon at three forty-five, you're official. You can go. Well, it depends on your gender and depends on your age. Okay, so it's different. All right. So for my time at that time, it was a three forty-five. Okay. And usually you have to do quicker because there's a cutoff. Sometimes some years is a one minute cutoff. Some years is a five minute cutoff. I Ooh. think in twenty twenty one, I believe it was a seven minute cutoff. Ooh. So in the year that I got in last year, there was no cutoff that year, and the year before there was no cutoff. They reduced my qualifying time by five minutes, so I had to run five minutes faster. Okay. So when did you? Where and when did you meet your qualifying time? Dallas. BMW. Okay. December the tenth, twenty twenty one. So that's not White Rock. That's that's White Rock. Okay, so you read White. Yes, okay. I did. All right. And it was amazing. I was not even planning on running it, but I am on Texarkana Run the Line Committee. Okay. And my friend Rebecca Fight was. We were leaving back in October of 2021 and she goes hey come run the half marathon in Dallas with us I said oh I don't think so I'm I'm just I don't want it because after Baton Rouge when I crashed and burned I never I said I will never do that again so it's been almost 10 years almost 10 years I said oh I'll never do that again and she goes come on do it so I said I'll just run the half so I got home that night and I was in the bedroom and I was on my phone about to register and I saw the full it was just like staring at me I said, I might as well just try it out. So how, how far out were you? I Two mean, months. Okay. So, all right. Because I'm thinking, if you haven't been preparing, how do you just decide? You usually train anywhere from 18 weeks to 24 weeks for a marathon. 
So, but I had been running fairly decently yeah. then, and I just decided just to see what would happen. And I trained with some amazing runners, and Brad Taylor. Oh yeah, we've had Brad on before. Megan Garrison, Erica Vernon. I've trained with some amazing runners then, and Mike, uh, Mark Clements, and his wife Jeannie Clements, just amazing, and they really know how to push push a body. So you show up in Dallas. I show up in Dallas. You decide full marathon. I did, but I'm going to tell you. Uh Uh-oh. I didn't tell anyone that I wanted to. This is the first time people are probably hearing this. I never told anyone that I wanted to Boston qualify. Oh. It was a secret. So this was in your head. It was. It was a secret. But I knew the time. I looked at the time. I just bit the bullet, and I knew the time that I needed to do it. And so... I started out, and I felt like I could do it because I had already ran two twenty milers at a fairly faster pace okay. for my qualifying time. That last six seven miles, that's not that big a deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, I always die. Yeah, well, of course. You know, we had a little, we had a marathon down here in Texarkana because in twenty twenty when everything was getting canceled, we right. decided to go for a little marathon. Brad Taylor mm-hmm. put it on the Texarkana runners, put it on. Uh, um, Rose Dickinson, they all they all work together to put it on, and so I I did a, um, a fairly decent time for that marathon. I think I did a three forty seven or something of that. So it was a smaller marathon, but it was a great marathon. They did a great job. So that kind of gave me a little confidence going into Dallas. Okay, and it was a year later, and. I just started running, and I knew that the pace that I had to have, of course, I was with my friend Clay Hunter. We were running together, and I went the wrong way, and he started screaming, Kim, Kim. I said, what is wrong with you? He said, you're going the wrong way. And I was wondering why I had just lost a lot of people. And so we got back on on track, and then it was time to – the half marathoners and the full marathoners were about to part ways. And I said, Clay, which way do I go? And I I should be more into what I'm doing at this moment, but I get nervous sometimes. And I'm like, which way do we go? Which way do the halves go? Which way do the fools go? No pun intended. But um, which way do we go? And so he goes, I think we go this way. So we went this way. So we're running and we're about on mile 15. And he said, Kim, I think we went the wrong way. I said, are you kidding me? And my heart just plummeted. And so I ran up quicker to see what the other um, what the other people were wearing, if it was the same uh, number that we were wearing, right, the same right. color. And it was. And so anyway, it just, everything just came together the weather my training nutrition everything just came together and I got on mile 23 and I knew I had it I knew that I looked at my garment I knew I had a BQ qualifying time and so I started praising God I said yes I'm so excited and people were looking at me and they were like Ugh. and so I was just so excited I was screaming to come across the finish line and I came across the finish line and Immediately, I said, did I BQ? And, of course, there was a lot of people there. I think 26,000 people ran that one. And there was a lot of people there, and they were like, yeah, you just did a BQ. And so, You lost it even worse then. Do what? I said, you lost it even worse. I did. Yeah. I was was so excited. (laughs) And then I got lost going back to the hotel. I I got lost. I had to walk an additional mile going back to the hotel, but... (laughs) That's a whole other story. That's another radio talk When you're that far in, and, and people who've never run haven't experienced a runner's high. When you're that far in, are you still in that euphoric that you broke through through the pain and all or at 23 miles or is your body just wanting to stop? My body, every time I've ran a marathon except the Dallas, has wanted to stop honestly because i get my high between 10 to 15 miles and after that you're like oh my goodness is this gonna end and yes i i I feel so broken down by the time i hit mile 21 i can't imagine and and i always tell everyone that your marathon starts at mile 20 that's when your marathon starts because it's 70 percent mental it really is it really is leading up to a marathon how far out do you do your longest run of the week on a Saturday morning, or when when do you do your longest run of the week? I usually do it between Saturday or Sunday, either okay. or. A week out, two weeks out, whatever. Are you getting two-thirds of the distance? How much distance are you getting towards that 26 when you – because I used to do about two-thirds when I did a little running. Uh, how far do you go on your long runs leading up to a, a marathon? 
20 milers. Okay. I, I really am two, at least two 20 milers to teach your body how to stay on its legs, to stay on its legs for that long. I'm a firm believer in that. You have to do two 20 milers. And people who aren't listening, that's nine minute pace. That's sub nine. You're, you're doing sub nine, and that's. People have no idea how hard it is to do sub nine that long. It's it's hard. I mean, and a lot of factors go into it. I mean, you have to factor in your hydration. You have to factor in your nutrition. How many carbs are you getting? How much protein are you getting? Are you injured? Are are what kind of uh, training plan are you following? And that's very important because there's so many different training plans out do there. You do the you night follow. before load up on the carbs the night before. I, I actually start three days before. Because you're actually, what I've read, which people differ on this, you're actually using two days ago nutrition on your marathon. Of course, I, I, I do start three days, and okay. I start drinking a gallon of water starting that, starting that week. Now, on race day, walk us through your routine when you went to Boston. Okay. Okay. I'm so excited. Just when someone says Boston, because it took me ten years to get there. Yes, it wasn't it easy. Should be. You should be excited. Well, I got up, and the first thing I did was I thought about my mother okay. because she has passed away in July, and I knew that she would be super excited for me and super happy. So I just kind of took that moment. We were at a hotel, and I just went down to the Starbucks, got me a coffee, got me a water, got me a dry bagel. And I just sat and kind of almost like a euphoric moment. You just, you know, I compare it to like a movie moment, if you will, just that climax kind of, okay, I'm about to do something that I've waited to do for 10 years, but it's not going to be easy. And that's something I had a huge fear going into it because I don't use excuses or anything, but I had no idea how my body was going to react to this marathon because I only trained for nine weeks. I had been out with an injury. We thought we had a stress fracture of the tibia, but we didn't. It was, it ended up being something with my shins. I had severe shin splints. And so I was able to go to physical therapy. Lisa Beamer, Healthcare Express, amazing. (laughs) She dry needled me for three months and got me back to running. And so I just kind of reflected on everything that was taking just uh, taking it all in, first of all, but seeing uh, what it all took to get there. So that morning I told my husband, because my husband and my boys went with, him, went, with, went with me to Boston as well, and my brother and his wife and two girls. But I told my husband, I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. There was a lot of pressure with Boston. A lot of people are able to follow you because they download the app and they can see when you start, what your pace is. And, you know, I was on the Texarkana Gazette. I well, was in the it's news. it's not a flat course. It, it, this it's is not a, a flat course. And for, I'm a real big believer in, I just like surprises. So I didn't really look at the course, but I'd heard tid, tidbits about it. And so we, we go into the van and they take us to Boston Common to get on the school buses. And there's like 30,000 people there. So you have your um, your ba- your uh, number, and you show them your number, your BF number, and you get on the bus. It's a 45-minute drive up there. And everyone smells like Ben Gay, right? That's when I was like, everyone smells like Ben Gay here. And I just remember that smell. And I had so much anxiety. And maybe I shouldn't say that, but I did. I had so much anxiety, like... Am I going to be? I had, it was so different but, than any other marathon. But you translate that into the energy, don't you? Don't you make I did, that but part I, of your... Right. And I had anxiety, but I had just the unknown of how my body was going to act. And so we go and 45 minutes in, we get to the athlete's village and it's raining. So I had my poncho and I had I had two ponchos and when I, I sat on the ground and uh, the other one I was wearing and the wind was blowing and it was raining and I was up against the fence it was 30,000 other runners there and I felt kind of lonely even though there were so many really? runners there because I've never done a marathon by myself and so I was like man this is this is something this is different yeah. this is different so it is you there's like a line of the porta potty and maybe i shouldn't say that there's a line like a 30 minute line of the porta potty and everyone's in line to go to the bathroom before you go <laughs> you, you've been putting all those carbs in there they gotta yeah. go 
And I drank so much. I shouldn't say this stuff. No, yeah. I forget I have a mic in front of me. I feel like I'm just talking. You are. So I, you know, 30 minutes, you get to know everybody because I I rode up with a a woman named Martha. Then I was in line to the porta potty with other people from like Illinois, Ohio, Delaware. And then you you go into this huge tent with like tons of other runners in there. And it's literally, I'll compare it again to a movie. I'm like, just looking around, feeling like I don't, I shouldn't be here. (laughs) There's like, these people are real runners and here I am just, you know. And so I found this woman and I said, will you help me? I probably, she probably thought, what are you doing? But anyway, I said, will you help me? Because I was late to my start line because I was in wave three, corral seven, and it had already taken off. And so she goes, yeah, I'll help you. And so anyway, we get to the start line and you have your throwaway clothes and you throw your pants off and you throw your hoodie off when you're getting ready to run and they donate that to a facility there in Boston. And so then I started running. If you got a chip in your shoe or in your... In your bib. You have a chip in your bib. And once you... I kept on asking... I had this totally different picture in my mind of what the start line of Boston would be like. I thought it would be some you know prestigious moment and the national anthem being saying no that's for the elite runners they've already done that they're already finished when i'm about to start and so i'm like when do i start running when do i start running and they probably thought what is she saying i'm like when do i start when do i start and the woman that was with me she's like not yet not yet and then she said okay go so i pushed my garmin to start and i said okay bye thanks and i never saw her again so but it it was a very flat course the first half. I mean, I was like, this is going to be... What's the famous be- hill that everybody talks about? The- Heartbreak Hill. Heartbreak Hill. Okay. Heartbreak Hill. And it's for real. And I was really doing about an 8.15, 8.20 pace for about the first 19 miles. Well, tragedy struck. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, mile 20, I felt like... I was really fading and I just got through mile 20. I think I did about a 9.15 pace, something like that. When I hit mile 21, it was it was really hard. And I went from like that pace to an like 11-something pace. And I'm, You're fighting your body now. Oh, yeah. totally. Or it's fighting you. But the, the crowds were just so intense at one point i had to get to the other to the other side of the road because it was so loud i think it was wesley college kiss the girls and they had their sons and all these people were stopping and it was just everyone was just going crazy wild and there was these little kids on the side of the road i did stop and i hugged them and there was just people that were just there they were they were thankful that you were there right and they were they made you feel so special and Anyway, I got to my 21, and I'm not even going to lie about it. I started crying because I thought, I've gotten this far in, and I know everyone is watching. And I know when you stop, it signals a red. You know, there is no privacy at all uh, when you run the Boston Marathon. And so I I knew I, I had to stop and stretch because my muscles, my whole legs, my whole body was just whooped. But I got to mile 24, and I knew my family was watching. I knew my family was going to be there. And so I, I said, I've got to just, just go for it. I have to just, no matter how badly I'm hurting, I'm going to go for it. And so I'll never forget because I love history. I'm a U.S. history. I was a U.S. history teacher. There was this man on the side, and he had a ton of American flags. And he was waving them. He was screaming at the runners, please take my flag. Please take my flag. I'm on my 24. I'm just there for the the show now. I'm just there to, to take it all in. And so I went over there, and I said, I'll take one of your flags. So I got one of his flags. I said, can I have another one? He's like, yes. So I literally had my magical Boston moment. <laughs> this is the best running moment of my entire life. I took those two flags in my hands and I went 
directly to the middle of the road of Boston, right there um, uh, as I'm coming into the finish line where the crowds are going just wild. And I stopped and I turned around and I took my flags like I was about to start a drag, you know, a drag race or something. And I just just start screaming, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. And I start (laughs) dancing in the middle of the streets of Boston. I don't care about my time. I don't care what I look like. I'm just I'm just soaking it all in because I don't ever know if I'll ever have that moment again. And so then I and everyone was screaming. I mean, everyone was screaming. The runners were just <laughs> clapping. The crowd was going wild. And then I took my my two my two flags. I just pointed them at the fly at the at the crowds as I was going, and they all started almost doing the wave of <laughs> of of the flag. I guess so they just started screaming as I ran by, and I finished with those two with wow. those two American wow. flags. What a moment! It was a moment, and it was it was what just a moment. Heck? I never thought I would do anything like now, that. Is there anywhere you can go back and look? Is, is there a, I don't a think website so. there, or anything? There, there, there are pictures along the way. And if you go to, you know, Boston Marathon app, you can see a lot of pictures of me. And one picture is of me crying, which I'm, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. And there's just, but it was, it was so, you know, my husband had, he got a picture of this running Boston changes you. And we saw that the day before. And it's like, oh, that's, that's nice. Right. It actually does. It actually makes you so thankful for every because there's so much history there, and there's with the it was the 10th anniversary of the bombing, right. and so just with that, it was just so emotional, and you were so grateful just to be there because there's so many people that have sacrificed so much for that moment. So, all right, it's Kim Miller in here with us. I'm going to take a break. You're going to stick around. Okay. 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 We got more to talk about. <laughs> we're going to get through the break real fast. We'll come right back. We're talking Boston Marathon with uh, Kim Miller. Stick around. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan, 107.9. You've escaped the screens. And the sun bathes everything in a golden glow. Your friend hands you a cold, organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, the first national USDA-certified organic beer. Organic by nature. Enjoy responsibly 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, St. Louis, Missouri. Women's swimming star Riley Gaines was allegedly ambushed and hit by a biological man wearing a dress at San Francisco State. She was violently attacked because she believes women's sports should be reserved for biological women. The Bible warns us against the use of violence to get our way. The earth was destroyed in Noah's day because of violence. It's a lesson we need to learn. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. we got about eight minutes till six o'clock leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Reminder, tomorrow morning, no Kirk and Company. It'll be the uh, Power Hour, 7 o'clock tomorrow. By the way, Wednesday morning, uh, the new basketball coach at Arkansas High, Coach Williams, is going to be in with us. Oh, nice. So, yeah. That's a good get. Yeah. You're an Arkansas school employee. Arkansas Middle School. Go Rutherbacks. That's right. It's been a pretty impressive year for uh, Arkansas high sports, uh, getting Trey Outlaw in, and Coach Wilson's doing really good with baseball. It's uh, After a couple of years of being a little bit of a struggle, things turning around over there. Yes, it's a great school district. I love my job. It's wonderful. So is your boss Kendrick? Kendrick Smith. What? <laughs> son qualified in the triple jump yeah. for... That doesn't seem really fair that Kendrick's yeah, kid is built in jeans. I know. I think he went to A and M and he did yes, all that. He's yes. amazing. Yeah. He's is, a, is he a good boss or a, he is amazing? Mean, he's mean in <laughs> he? He's so mean. You can tell the <laughs> truth. He really is a great uh, boss to have. He's a great leader. Strong qualities. Very strong. Kim Miller in here with us today. We've been talking Boston Marathon. Now you got that one under your belt. Yes. I assume you're not done for this year running. Doing Chicago October the 8th. Okay. I'm doing Chicago. Going to try to re-qualify for Boston 2025. And I'm going to try to qualify for the New York Marathon. So we'll see. But Boston, like I said, we've got some unfinished business uh, there. I don't want to 
remember that four hour time for too long because I want to do better. I hurt? want to do better. It does. Hurt your pride. It, it honestly pride? does. Yeah. I was. I remember thinking on mile twenty one. I don't have anything left. I can't do anything about this right now. But I'm going to push through it, and I'm going to. I'm going to wait till October, October the eighth. So, how would you train different if you're going to do this again in two years? I'm going to train a lot of heels, and okay. I'm going to train for twenty weeks, and I'm going to do two to three twenty milers on heels. And I'm going to make sure that when I come up to Heartbreak Hill again, that I'm ready for it this time. <laughs> so where do you go around here to find hills? Oh, Sugar Hill. Okay. That's... Sugar Hill Road. Oh, I love Sugar yeah, Hill. No, that's a good point. Sugar Hill. So we, we so start what, over there. Because it's going to start getting warmer now. And I always thought like 45 degrees was the best. It is. 45 degrees was the best running temperature. People may think that's crazy, but that's, to me, was like, give me a pair of gloves at 45 degrees. Right, and, uh, I agree. Uh, so as it gets warmer, how do you go about your business? You're just getting up before daylight? Oh, definitely. You have to start at 5, 4.30 to 5 o'clock in the morning. You have to make sure you're hydrating. And we sit out bottles. We freeze the bottles of water, and we will set those out on our route. And we'll take a moment and get a ice drink, and it'll cool our body down. But you wear as light to little of clothing as possibly the law allows and you go out there and 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 you just do it because you never know what kind of weather race day is going to bring so you just kind of try to be prepared for anything and everything how how long does a pair of shoes last you i go 300 400 miles on my shoes so they last me about two and a half to three months i'm racking and jogs number one customer oh i bet they love you (laughs) what are you are you asics brooks what are you brooks 2.0 Yes, firm. Definitely. It's a firm shoe. It's a firm. Yeah. Yes, no, Brooks. I'm definitely a Brooks gal. Yep. All right, we got about a minute. Uh, your kids at school. Have Wonderful. you been just inundated by how awesome you are right now? <laughs> well, I did wear my medal and my Boston jacket. Yes. And I brought that to school, and the school was so supportive, and the kids just thought that was the best. They and too. They were like, "Miss Miller's back! Miss Miller's back!" <laughs> And so they were really excited for me, and that meant the world. Now, what did you take off? A couple of days? Or a whole uh, week? We were gone from Thursday. I took off from Thursday until the next Thursday, okay. a whole week. All right. So because by the time you got back, were you itching to see kids? I really missed my students. Yeah. I was. I want to tell you, a lot of people are like, I want to get out of Texarkana. I was glad to be back home. <laughs> what day of the week was it? It was on a Monday. Monday, Monday. okay. Yeah. Right. Patriot's Day, Monday. Yeah. All right, I got music. We got to let you go. Okay, thank you for having me so much. It was awesome seeing you again. Congratulations on conquering Boston. Thank you. Back to Chicago. We want to go to Chicago. We got to spur you on for 2025. Nothing else. That's it. All right, right. thank you all so much. We're going to take a, uh, I I would say a a 24-hour break, but we're not going to be here tomorrow night. Don't forget, we got uh, baseball tomorrow. So uh, no show tomorrow. Right back in the studio on Wednesday. You guys take it easy. Have a great rest of your afternoon. We will see you on the uh, on the baseball field tomorrow over at Markham for Liberty ILO's uh, senior night at seven o'clock. Otherwise, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan One O Seven Nine. Cattle farmers at Miller Bowie Supply. You can buy ten. 10-